Oh, before we get any further, who designed the sets on Mortal Kombat? Oh, Mixtron, yes. He apparently he saved that movie. There's a podcast where he says that he was in charge of the second unit. Paul Dewey's Anderson didn't even direct the scenes of like there was like more fight scenes and stuff that they had to like do separately. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, that was after the fact because um, Good Bad Flicks reviewed uh, Mortal Kombat and he was saying that that was a big thing is they had to do kind of like reshoot like the the big criticism with the movie when they when they had cut it all together is like there isn't enough fighting in your fighting game yeah. movie basically and so like the the reptile fight scene when they're in outworld when yeah Luke which Kang was like the best part of the movie it's one of the best fight scenes and that one was one of the ones part that they had to go back and like yeah shoot that, that because they mech. needed mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um i love mick yeah he's they, a character they also said um uh that one of the guys who actually like really helped the movie uh christopher lambert that he was like surprising he was extremely supportive on the set of that movie because yeah. uh apparently apparently anderson had like no faith because he had the studio breathing down his neck the studio had no faith in the movie they thought it was just going to crash and burn just gonna, not going to do anything and of course he he felt like he was in over his head because he had yeah and but christopher lambert apparently was extremely support like he did have hope in the movie and he was very reassuring to uh paul anderson telling him like oh no it's gonna it's gonna go good but he uh the coolest thing was uh when they they said that because they didn't want to fly christopher lambert out to like thailand or whatever where they shot the 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 mm -hmm. a lot of the movie so they wanted to during the parts near the beginning and the end of the movie when raiden is talking to them they wanted him to still be in like uh just on a set out in california somewhere and they would have like a double and they would just shoot like the back of his head you know that kind of thing to have him like talk to them because they didn't they were the, like it's going to be too expensive to fly him out to thailand and christopher lambert was like no i need to be there like it's not going to be convincing it's i gotta be like with the actor like the other actors you know in the mm -hmm. same scenes and shit and he flew out on his own dime like he just yep. he just went out there like spent his own money for the plane ticket and apparently his agent was furious over it <laughs> you know what that was awesome. so cool was though seriously. yeah it was really cool apparently he also like did a lot of cater like he he like brought them lunches and stuff too. the other actors yeah it sounded sounded very cool you know what you gotta respect that i mean yeah. seriously like th yeah. those are the stories that i love to hear mm-hmm but you know what? It just kind of shows that, like, when you hear about the Mortal Kombat for like production, just yeah. like how Paul was already slipping after <laughs> Event Horizon, that was so right. good, and then he did that, and like you could see he was kind of slipping on shit, and you could yeah. tell like when there was someone doing second unit, and second unit was kicking ass. And that, yeah. hey, that was Mick. And then um, AVP was boring, but you know what? It was better than Requiem. I know that's not saying much. That's not uh, where you want to hang around. I'm, I'm comparing, uh, you know, Requiem is, Yeah, but Requiem has, like, absolutely no heart to it whatsoever. It's yeah. what I consider to be a completely soulless movie. Requiem where is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a total garbage fucking flick. At least, mm -hmm. at least AVP has some fun fight scenes in it that you could actually see, unlike AVP Requiem. But AVP it, was Freddy versus Jason in space. Yeah, but it, it's oh, still no. in Alaska or whatever it was. Still had enough Arctic. humanity to it to kind of ground yeah. it a little bit, yeah. though. Even yeah. if the the characters were all kind of just throwaway characters, but the well, they yeah, they rushed production on was, that too. That's why the predators look all plasticky at the end. Well, Requiem, you could oh. barely see anything going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Requiem, yeah. it's just icky. It's it's an icky movie. Like it's it's very mean spirited. Like it's like on one hand. When I first saw the trailer, and it's like, and the kid gets the face hugger on, and I'm like, wow, they're going to kill children in this? This is going to be hardcore. But it's like, it's just so me. Like, it's it's not... None of the characters... The nursery scene. Was that like, was just gross. It wasn't even, yeah. like, gross in a way that I find, like, fascinating. Like, ooh. Like, I just was like... This no, is that just... was disgusting. That right there, the nursery scene, it was what made me go, this movie's a piece of fucking shit. Like, Species mean... 2. This just, I mean, in my opinion... You see, but I, just, is, I, like, I think Species 2 is just a gross-ass fucking movie, too. I, I just, you know, the thing is, is that if you're going to do shock moments it. like that, it if it sucks, helps dude. advance it the story... so bad compared to the first one. Oh, yeah. On. Species 1 and 2, it's like night and day. It um, really is, yeah. But you know what? If, no, you're four show, of them. if you're going to show shocking shit in a movie, if it, like, advances the story sure, yeah. or whatever, 
if it helps develop something or like help push a narrative, mm-hmm. whatever. But if it's mindless and fucking stupid, it's like, why else would you have that fucking thing go into a nursery and impregnate like all those? Shove its tongue down their throat and you. Yeah, see it's, it. not even and, the, it's not even the wrong spot, so, you know. And, and then so put and, and then yeah. put the idea in that the thing like ate the baby in the uterus and had like a bunch of things pop out. Mm-hmm. That that was there just to try it's to so make dumb. people go oh shit and be edgy and hardcore. Yeah, and, uh, you know the funny thing is like if you look at I spit on your grave, that's a, that had some really horrific shit that quote unquote trigger people. And I'm right. not making fun of people that do get triggered. It's just I hate the word triggered. Yeah, but sure, I, sure. I can understand how it could set people off. Because it's a very fucking graphic thing, what happens right. in the beginning of the movie. But the whole thing is, is one, Ooh. it helps establish the story. Yeah, and there's a, there's a reason behind it, and two, she gets the comeuppance in the end. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a new movie like that. I think it's literally called just Revenge, and it was actually it was stylistically it was really well shot and worth watching. Same plot idea, you know, she's left for dead, she comes back to life, gets revenge, but like the camera work. Of the way they do the movie makes it worth yeah. watching. It is so tense, like edge of your seat. It was really, really well done. I was thinking about not long ago. Um, it doesn't really have much relation to it. I'm just thinking about like when you have a director that knows what they're doing, as an example, where uh, things that just, you know, when you really like on paper, it shouldn't work, but the director just makes it work. And I was, yeah. I was thinking about, I was thinking about Dark Man. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> And like the cartoonish, like the stuff where he's like dangling, like he's from circus the circus freak, the, circus freak, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, there's that, that that's, yeah. but that's him. Like he's angry about that. Like hey, he's fucking big turns around for you. Like yeah, like no, I love that stuff though. But I'm saying like there's like just straight up cartoon stuff in there, like where he he's he's hanging from the helicopter and he like runs across the the back of the 18 wheelers feet are going you know like really fast and shit and or like he smashes through the glass and the uh and the skyscraper is excuse me you know and just like goes off and but it's like it's so because I, I know what he was going for you know he was trying to make his own superhero movie which he did like a dark yeah. superhero thing but it's yeah. like i oh my god i love that era of uh Sam Raimi's work, you know, like it like, seems good. It shouldn't. It shouldn't work. Like it should. In in the hands of a lesser director, if they tried to emulate that same stuff, it would not work. It wouldn't like. But Darkman is such a fucking masterpiece. I love yeah. that movie, and it's a revenge movie too because it's not all just like, action all the time. I like when the wife sees the damage, and then it transitions to her at the funeral. They just yeah. use like, a, like a blue or green screen effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well done. Yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, no. The way he can, the way he composites different stuff and the imagery and everything to make everything kind of just flow together is really cool. But like, the the way he also, um, uh, the way the movie itself is not just a straight up action movie, where like like when he kills Polly by framing him. Mm-hmm. You know, where he makes the he he makes the money, he picks up the money, but he doesn't make the drop off. And then he drugged like he got he 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 knocked Polly out, changed his clothes and everything like that, bought the you know, planted the plane tickets there and shit. And then Durant shows up. He's like, I I must overslept, Mr. Durant. It's like, uh, two plane tickets to Sweden or something like for <laughs> you and yeah, he's like, I, I don't even know how I got dressed and stuff. He's like starting to cry and shit. He's freaking out because he knows he's in trouble. And he's like, it's all, it's okay, Polly. Have a okay. nice trip. And he just throws him out the fucking window and shit. And then, but the way it like, he lands on the roof of the car and the woman screams, but then she like, she turns around and yeah. there, there's Dark like Man and Polly. And the way he does it, comedy. it's so perfect because the dude playing Polly, the way he turns, he goes, Like he kind of just the, the slightest little smile, like the little grin after he sees him yeah. dead right there, and then the the chick starts screaming and his skin starts bubbling. Shit, I love, it, oh, I love that movie. Sam Raimi style, and he's like I a love master it. of doing that shit. Speaking of, because we talked about Resident Evil earlier, who in the fuck is Johannes Roberts? Because oh. that's the guy that's directing the new Resident Evil. The Welcome to oh, City movie. The new crappy one that already looks bad, yeah. The one uh, where they... Yeah, I got in trouble. Where he was... Because, cause, oh, is it because because the... Oh, the, no, I didn't complain about Leon. We all know about the Leon thing. Um, and the fact that, that the director is trying to 
act like it's this unavoidable kind of thing where it's like, well, the the best actors aren't always the same. Like exactly, because you know what, the motherfucker's full of shit. Because I mean, he's full of shit. Of course, he's absolutely full of shit. Because somebody that's why you're the director. That's why you're. That's that's what he 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 in an offhanded way like tried to put the other movies down. Which they do a pretty good job of doing themselves. Right. By saying, well, those guys, like those movies, had the characters look the way they were supposed to look, and those movies sucked. And I was like, so what? Yeah, the but fuck you know, you with this one. But the MCU, a little thing you might have heard of called the MCU, like Iron Man, yeah. Captain America, and Thor. Guess what? They actually resemble their comic book counterparts, and they act like their comic book counterparts. <laughs> And the yeah. I mean, their comic book. Believe it or not, they found actors that that I know it's a resemble, miracle. Yeah, and those movies did really well. Yeah, and See, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not saying the Resident Evil movies are great. We can talk shit all we want, but it's still from a financial standpoint, that's the highest like video game series ever made, like money wise. So, yeah. I know. That's I know. because every, that that's because everyone wanted to go see the first one. And you know what? I like the first one, and Paul. Anderson, I did like the first one. Paul yeah. Anderson's a fucking idiot, because yeah. like, especially after I found out like how everything came to be. Because I mean, I know the original story was more focused on Rain, because Michelle Rodriguez was fucking white hot at that time, as far as Hollywood goes, and like people wanting her to be in oh, movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Mila Jovovich was like pissed off because she even <laughs> said this herself. It wasn't. It's not like someone was like saying sour grapes this came from Mila's own horse mouth um. where she said um i was dissatisfied with the amount of screen time that i had mm. so i threatened to quit the movie and then paul came up to my hotel room and that's when we began our relationship oh, and wow. then all of a sudden the whole series is huh. fucking, I, I swear to it's God, a love letter to his wife yeah the whole she thing pre- yeah she pretty much admitted that she fucked uh. him and she suddenly started getting a better part in the movie, and they shoved Michelle Rodriguez's side. And then the rest of the movie. I mean, I, I don't think it would have been any better if Michelle Rodriguez yeah. had been. It still would have. They still would have been shitty. But because the, the still, problem with the Resident Evil movies is the first one did its own thing. They changed yeah. like so much because they didn't want people who played the game to know exactly it what to almost expect. Almost works so. as a prequel. Almost. It, well, it's not. It's not the same as the video game movies. But then later that. on. But then later on, they decided it's like they almost immediately regretted because it's like they ran out of ideas after the first movie because they're like, all right, we did the first movie and it's like semi-original. Like we took elements from the games, but we basically made like a kind of an original story or whatever. Yeah, and the liquor, which doesn't appear in the first actual game, you know, and stuff. Ripped off cube. Um, Yeah. And yeah, that kind of crap. But but it's then it's just like almost immediately they just regretted like oh no yeah. now we need to just copy everything from the games but now we're, we're going to copy it in the wrong order and so we're mm-hmm. just going to shove characters you know we're in whether they belong there or not we're going to have leon and barry like together in one of them i can't and they're mercenaries remember mercenaries or some shit like that yeah and they're mercenaries they have like ada's in there for no fucking reason just simply because they needed a woman named ada wong um yeah. They, yeah, there was no rhyme or reason to any of it. And then, of course, it's all just, they're uh, they're just set dressing, though, because Alice is the real hero. And you know what? I thought Resident Evil Apocalypse was really good, except for every scene that has fucking Alice. I didn't. I didn't. I did not like Resident Evil. The shaky, blurry cam. Hear me out. Hear me out. The the blurry, shaky cam they did for every, where it's like. Oh, no, that was bullshit. Because they couldn't afford zombies, I guess. I thought the cemetery scene was pretty damn good. They came out of the ground. It makes yeah. no sense because but it's that's like the thing is you had you had monsters coming out of the dirt for no reason, and that's just to offset the. And fact it just happens to like all the hands pop up at the same time, and well, it's right after what? they hit their little yeah, quiet know, like, like exposition. Thriller, you know? Nemesis had puppy yeah. dog eyes. But now here's the thing, uh, though. Yeah. When she wait wait when she when she runs down the side of the building, it was an intentional Sonic reference. Why? Why? Why not? Oh, this is what I heard. It, I'll double check my, for my dude, source. It, but. That makes oh. my thing because when I came out of the theater from Extinction, I thought I was like, I was like, oh well, it, it was kind of cool, I guess, that it turned into you know another Capcom game. Oh, at Mad the Max. End, it, turn, it turns oh. into Street Fighter, where the the you know the bomb's gonna go off, but then the 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 evil German guy's like, no, you must fight, and they're like round one. They don't. He doesn't actually say that, but you know, like, I mean, she might as like they they you know they straight up just do a fight scene between like. 
<laughs> I like, I like just pits I, them together. I liked, for no uh, the fourth one because I saw it in theaters oh. in 3D, and the 3D was so gimmicky fun. I was like, wasn't it the same? Wasn't it the same? Uh, I know one of the Resident Evil movies used the same technology that Avatar used. It was, the, it was probably it was probably the fourth because they one. they made a big stink about it in the marketing where they're like they're like we're it's the same it's the same three D as an Avatar. Avatar, and then, yeah. And then I watched the fifth one on like Netflix, Avatar, right? and then the fifth one I watched on Netflix. That's the one where like she has to go in different simulations the entire movie. Uh, yeah, it was they, literally a video game movie. It was like underwater, uh, right? Uh, Wasn't it like it was like, these, it was like these domes under? There under, were in test, the ocean. test things. Yeah. They were there like were, test yeah. biomes or whatever. <laughs> they were like biomes. There was one of Tokyo, and there was one in. And then and my, they, had, my, my, they had cloned like all the different characters, so the Michelle Rodriguez showed back up because yeah, she's like magically. a soccer mom or some shit like and, that. But Ooh. now here's the thing, though. Here's the yeah. thing, though. Is Apocalypse was good. It, with every scene that did not have fucking Alice in it. I don't know, dude, because the no, comedy no, no. relief black guy, like, he got on my goddamn GTA motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like, my shit's all custom, and he's got those gold-plated Desert Eagles. Now, here's the positives that I will list about Resident Evil 2. Yeah. The fight scenes that they had, not the fucking hand-to-hand -hand fighting, but I'm talking about like RPD and the Umbrella Corps guys. That part, but that was just like the, the one part, yeah. practically. Yeah, but, no, you know, that part it, was they, cool. they, they, they practically recreated the intro from Resident Evil 3. There was that but then and Jill just... Valentine. Jill Valentine mm. was great. Yeah. She looked like Jill she Valentine. She did look she like Jill. Like her. She... And um, the guy I would, that played... Um, I would rather watch Apocalypse than, than the last one they did, the, the final chapter. Oh, okay. Well, Again, was... so, so, yeah, Paul W. Anderson came back to direct that, but the action scenes were... Like, you know, that shaky, blurry shit. You can't see what's going on. Yeah, right. They retconned so much stuff. It made no... I was like... The... the, the When Phelous, uh You know, Phelan, Phelan Porteous or whatever, the... Uh, Alice from... is an old... Is a clone. She's actually an old granny that works at Umbrella or something. No, it was... like the, 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 One of the things that Phelous pointed out in, in Apocalypse that I was like, I never thought about that because... He he always pointed out the fact that every other character, like no character, can do anything except for Alice. Like everybody else is That's useless. What I'm and the part, the part where uh, the little girl, I think, is about to get like Jill rescues a little girl in the basement of the school, you know, from like Just, zombies and shit, right? Yeah. And she goes to there's like gasoline, and she throws the lighter. But it goes out. It was in a the match, air. I think. She, I thought. It, I'm pretty sure it was a lighter. I think it was a, a standard, like flip top kind of. No, like, it was a book of matches. Yeah. Was it, okay, but and it then goes Alice out is bleeding. Yeah, yeah, it goes out in the air because Jill can't even. If you're not Alice, you can't even light something on fire without it. Yeah. You can't even use a match correctly. You need Alice to come behind you and do yeah. everything because Alice is the best at everything. And he picked. I was like, shit. He's That's right. What I'm actually, saying. the movie was okay for every oh. scene that didn't have fucking Alice in it. Yeah, Al it Alice smoking a cigarette for some reason, and then flicks it, and then grabs yeah. a flame retardant blanket to wrap around the little girl. Because God That's forbid, a, yeah. God forbid <laughs> that Jill do anything good. Yeah, God you know? forbid anyone do anything. We got to yeah. have her fly in on a motorcycle from four right. different angles. And then she's got a kick. She, cra the she crashes through the, the stained yeah. glass window in the cathedral and the church or oh, whatever. God. Because it I looks that, cool. That that shitty, stupid, um, like revolve around the bullet thing and show the umbrella logo oh. on the bullet thing. Oh, yeah. I guess umbrella makes weapons now. That was fucking yeah. so like, stupid. So yeah, you know what? As long as you cut Alice out of like, every fucking. So why, why are you putting movie, Max Payne in, in Resident Evil? <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> but it, it was just my god. Like, like, if you cut Alice out of every fucking frame in that movie, it would actually be kind of decent. It was just you have to take her out of it. That's you have to like if, if there was a way to like get the original footage of the before all the blurry like yeah before shaky blurry. Shit I, I I think they were too cheap to put zombie makeup on people. That's why they did that. Maybe they were, dude, they were definitely too cheap because the guy. Um, well, I mean, the guy who directed Apocalypse, because that wasn't directed by, by Anderson, uh, uh, Apocalypse. It was directed by a dude who was like, he. it was his first, it was his directorial debut. I think he like maybe was a, a, a cameraman or a camera, like a, on the first man. one. It's one of those kind of deals. And because I, I instantly could tell when I watched that movie, I was like, 
I made some joke about to somebody. I was like, well, it sure was nice of Paul Anderson to to allow his like, you know, property. I was going to say, well, I was going to say allow his retarded nephew to direct the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but I mean, like, really, but I, I was like, it felt like it was directed by a little kid by comparison because say whatever you want about Paul W.S. Anderson, but at least he knows how to like He's got an eye point the camera and stuff and like, yeah, because he used to do music videos. He did music videos before, just like um, David Fincher. David Fincher. Yeah. They, a, lot of, a lot of directors used to get their start doing that kind of stuff. And it, it, they know they still know scene composition. They still know like how to hold the damn camera still and like show shit, you know, that when you need to show stuff. Um, so, but this guy, yeah. Did you ever read the Romero script? Mm -mm. Nope. But I was going to go off topic a little bit and say, uh, you mentioned David Fincher who did alien three. James Cameron, it, but James James Cameron was like, "Oh, they killed off Hitton, Hitt, uh, yeah, Hicks and Newt." But then he yeah. he's like, he approves Dark Fate for blowing John Connor to, away. Yeah, but he also said, he also said that um that that director was not easy to work with compared to like um he he had worked with he worked with him for Dark Fate and he actually he said he said in in hindsight or he said after the fact I guess because after the movie was uh, confirmed uh dud like bomb he said the guy would not listen to him where he and he literally tried to be like dude I created this franchise I kind of know, know what, what I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about here you know like you need to you know, listen he said the guy was not he compared it because he said as a comparison, when he worked with Robert Rodriguez for Alita Battle Angel, uh, he said it was night and day. He said Rodriguez actually Rodriguez straight up said to him, he's like, I wanna I wanna make your movie. Like I want to help yeah. you make this movie. Like you know, that Rodriguez was extremely to the point where uh, Cameron said he had to tell Rodriguez, like, no, it's your movie. Like you you need to make this movie yours. But you know, like Rodriguez was all too willing to listen to anything that he had to say, like yeah. any advice he had to give. Whereas the dude who did Dark Fate just didn't listen didn't, at all. Yeah, it was like it was like a. Um... Well, the dude who did Dark Fate did the first Deadpool movie, and I believe Ryan Reynolds had problems with him. That's why he let him go for the sequel. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's what I heard too. But the yeah, guy's just they, a stubborn asshole. It seems like it. Yeah, and but I, I mean, you know what the thing is that if James Cameron, James Tim Miller Cameron comes up to you. And says, okay, so let's try this. That's like Mick Jagger coming up to you and you're right. a shitty indie band. And he's like, oi, huh. listen to me. I'm going to make you a rock star. Right. You look at him and be like, Mr. Jagger, fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, go I'd listen to every goddamn thing that you said. I'd be Rodriguez. I'd listen. Uh, the Romero script. See, you know something's wrong when George Romero, who fucking made the modern zombie genre, and direct a Japanese commercial for Resident Evil. Oh my 2, god, right? if you've if you haven't seen the Japanese commercial for Resident Evil 2, Actually, you have I to watch I have. it. I need it, to it Brad Renfro plays Leon and he actually looks the part and it looks huh. really kick ass. Like right. the imagery is really, really good. Uh they brought Romero on to do Resident Evil and okay. he wrote a script. I, I, for I did it. hear that. At they shit canned him. <sighs> they shit canned okay. him and went with Anderson. All right, right. now here's this is the basics of the script, and I still say it's worth reading. Um, like the notable things that I can remember about this, it had Tyrant, it had the mansion, it had Neptune, it had Plant Forty Two, it had Yawn, it had Stars Alpha Team, it had Stars Bravo wow. Team. Right. Um, the only real changes from the source material that they made was that Barry was black, which I really uh, don't give a shit about. I really, that's fine. Really I mean, don't. that's what I. Well, that's you like know, Nick Fury it, when I brought up the MCU. I, yeah. You know, you 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 got to acknowledge that it's not like they well, haven't. Pen in uh, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. But I never. I mean, Michael as Clark far as the Nick Fury thing, because yeah. You know, like, Nick Fury is supposed to be like a nom vet and, yeah. and Samuel L. Jackson is age appropriate for that. And like, I, I saw no problem with that. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. He's, but I mean, like, Fury. that's the thing that like, like with this modern one that people are pissing and moaning about, but you know, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, uh, Barry was black in the Romero script and Chris Redfield was kind of like a native American. But when we think about it, Redfield, it kind of, 
I'd be all right with that. I mean, that wouldn't that wouldn't bother me too much. I don't think. But he wasn't really a member of Stars. Like he was Jill's boyfriend, and he winds up going to the mansion oh, after some therapist. Oh. Well, hold on. They, okay. Jill's a part of Stars. They go to the mansion that contain all the shit. It's got all that stuff going on in it. Uh -huh. um, Chris Redfield is her boyfriend. And he goes down there because, like, he's living on the reservation, and some Cerebus dogs kill his livestock. He winds up going down there. Oh, they wow. all get in, they all they all get intermingled. It was written yeah. pretty well. Like I remember, there was like a scene where you had like Richard and Kenneth, where um, Richard gets eaten by Yawn, and then they have to cut him out of Yawn after they kill him. And wow! He's, like, <laughs> fucking like burning from the acid, like the, the yeah. Yawn stomach acid. Oh, it's like that one. What's that? What's that? Uh... Ah, what's that? It's like the blob. No, nah, I was gonna say there, there's that. What's that one where they're on the ship? The the mercs are on the ship or whatever, and there's that Deep sea rising? monster thing. Is it Deep Rising where the um where the one guy did get di like partially digested, and at one point they're fighting the thing, and he falls out of it because it and Probably, like, I think so. It ends on a jet ski thing when they're trying to escape the boat. Yeah, and it's because it's CGI. It was it's yeah. not very good looking CGI today. See, Stephen Summers, uh, who did the Mummy, did that but, movie. Yeah, but but yeah, we're like Richard's yeah. all fucked up. He's like, yeah, yeah. please kill me, you know, type of thing. Right. And like Kenneth, like, like Yawn was living because it was a snake in Plant Forty Two because it was a tree. And so I, I I mean like there was some stuff huh. that was like there was some liberties taken <laughs> with it, but the whole thing that I think it wound up coming down to was is like the studio basically said. All right, look, you can have Yawn or you can have Plant 42, but you can't have both. Oh, okay. You know, but they huh. still had the thing where Wesker was a piece of shit traitor and all that yeah, other yeah. stuff. But no, let's go with Paul Anderson's fucking shit show. But um, mm. the, 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 the thing is, is like, I don't mind Barry being black, just the same reason, like, I don't mind Leon um, being whoever the hell that guy is. I've right. never heard of him. But the thing is, is like, people are using that as a deflection. To try to get off the main point because it's like when i right. saw the photo for the new resident evil like i saw the stars guys i looked yeah. at that fucking thing and honestly if i didn't know that that was a resident evil movie yeah. i wouldn't know that it was a resident one, evil that, movie. one of the things that bothered me that people weren't even picking out is like they because they, yeah they all zeroed in on leon it's like okay sure whatever but also i don't know there was like one guy there's that one shot where you see chris and you see you know there's like three yeah that's what i'm talking yeah. about yeah, but uh, and I saw some people that were actually being like, okay, the dude playing Chris, like he looks, yeah, Robbie ML, fairly close. Like yeah, Chris. he looks the, he looks the part, right? But I don't know. There was the one guy in the background that's holding a gun, and it 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 just it, he's like kind of slouching. He's kind of like, like this. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's holding it really weird. His posture is completely off. He doesn't look like an actual like trained operative. And holding this is his a weapon. He looks shot. like a this cosplay. A it doesn't even look. They're cosplay people that yeah. uh, they're cosplayers that look more convincing because they're used to doing this kind of shit and posing yeah. for, for photos. This dude looked like he had no idea, like what the fuck he was doing. You might as well. He might as well have the gun flipped around and like had the barrel like shoved up. Yeah, his nose <laughs> like, you, know, like, you know, like the well, like the, the the those fucking buzzards in the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like that's the one that I was bitching about. But everyone's like, "Oh, well, you don't like Leon because of this." I'm like, "No, I don't give a fuck about that." The only problem I have with Leon is, is that he's supposed to be a rookie and he's young, and he's got facial hair going on. Shave that yeah. fucking shit off. But, I was really. That's another reason why I was so happy to have the Resident Evil Two remake is because I actually get, for all the the praise that RE Four receives, and yeah, when it came out, it was really good for the time. But I, I honestly, I don't. Yeah, I and I I don't like. To me, it's not even. People say that Resident Evil Five was the one where the series started to jump the shark, but I think nope. it was four because that's it when Leon. Four. He's like James Bond. He's making like snappy like quips and one-liners, and he's jokey throughout the whole thing. He's flirting with Hunnigan, like like Bond would flirt with Money Penny. He's yeah. like, and also he's 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 like a ninja. Like he's doing crazy, super, yeah. like like almost Alice superhuman shit, shit like fl flipping over laser fields and all this different crap. And it's like. Capcom said the movies did when... inspire the, the later sequels. That's why Resident Evil 6 is so over-the-top action -y. Well, then you know well, what? Yeah. Paul Anderson, yeah. double fuck you for right. fucking up the games, though. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Well, he did because, of course, his excuse was, "Well, I'm a fan of the games I play." Well, I know he does play games. I know he does because he was he, he played Mortal Kombat. He knew what that was at the time. And but... then he's like, "I can remake Enter the Dragon of Bruce Lee." <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's it's scene like not that scene for scene yeah, per yeah, se, yeah, but in but terms yeah, of character survival all horror for me, I, I, yeah. I, I just hated that. I know. I I hundred percent agree with you. Hundred percent agree with you. Um, you, you know that 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 publicity still—that's the one that I was focused on and that I was bitching about. And right. It's ironic because people are bitching about Leon because it's like I'm not even going to get into it because you right, know right, well, people, it's, it's race you, swap you, you, shit. Yeah, you know how people fucking jump on shit and how people yeah they just dogpile on it. Yeah, one so person I'm, says something and then everybody just. Uh, but even if I was to say that you know Kennedy's a pretty fucking Irish name. You know, so he should be a ginger. Someone's <laughs> going to jump on that. But it's just people are uh, going to fucking take one thing and try to twist it around to the fucking right, right. narrative. But yeah. it's ironic because I focused, on, I focused on the publicity <laughs> shot because it's absolutely I a publicity that. shot. That's not I a can't. still that they took from the fucking movie. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, for one, Robbie Amell actually does look like Chris. Props. Um, I bitched mm. because Jill doesn't have the shoulder pad. She doesn't have the beret. Wesker doesn't have the sunglasses. I didn't even know that there was a fucking guy behind him. Like, I had no idea. Uh -huh. Now, the the other thing that I said, too, is where's the colored vests? Like, the stars vests, you know what I mean? Like, the whole thing that I was focusing about was is that visually you need to have a distinguishing characteristic something that will look draw. okay i just look up the i pulled up the actor i pulled up like i just wanted to see like some headshots of uh robbie ml yeah he looks yeah very, he looks yeah. like chris redfield he does he actually like in, he looks like he's in good shape too that's a I good mean, yeah that's, that's a good a casting good, pick that's right a good there. redfield right there that is but the thing is it's like you need to have a distinguishing characteristic to help identify something Dallas, i need to talk your m on off real quick Say what? Oh, no, you're fine he's now. Back on. He's back on. For a second, you were like, "Yeah, no. <laughs> it's because the focus probably shifted." But, anyways, the whole thing is, is like you would know who the fuck someone is. Like that guy behind them. I have people saying that's Barry. I have people saying that's Brad. I have people saying that's Richard because of the shotgun. There's even some people saying that that's Chief Irons. Now, here's the thing: is that if you Forest. follow, if oh, you follow God, the idea, it's Forest. It's awful. It's. Aw now, if they followed the whole theory of having a distinguishing characteristic, say if he had a yellow vest on, one, I would notice the guy, and two, I would be able to say, okay, that's Brad. But then I would also ask, why isn't he in the fucking helicopter? Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. ironically, what, the only way that you would know that this is Resident Evil just by looking at it is by having the stars patch on Chris's shirt. Mm. You know, but Jill without the beret, you don't know that that's Jill. Wesker without the sunglasses, it doesn't even look like Wesker. And then, of course, you have, but then you have dickheads that are like, oh, why would you wear sunglasses at night inside of a mansion? It's because it's called a fucking distinguishing characteristic. Wesker is, had his yeah. sunglasses. Jill had her beret. You know, Brad had the yellow vest. Those are those little things that draw mm -hmm. your attention to help you identify a character. Right. It doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be real. It doesn't necessarily have to be realistic. But it's a movie again, based off a video movie, game. Talking, but that's what we were talking building. about earlier with, oh, they don't have USB drives in 1998, which <laughs> we've already proven that they do. But the uh, thing is, is you motherfucker, you're asking for realism, like not wearing your sunglasses inside of a mansion, but you're going to yeah. not have a problem with the absurd notion that there's a virus that mutates people into zombies. I have to let the dog out because he's crying. If right. I don't get up and let him out right now, he's going to immediately look at something and go, okay, I'll just piss on this. How do you like right, that? Of course, of course, as you do. <laughs> I don't want to wrap this up. I love you guys. We'll be going on for three hours. I was going to say the same thing, dude, because it is it is four fourteen in the AM. Extreme. Let me see your pretty Ghostbusters T-shirt. There, it looks like oh, a, oh, oh. It's a negative. What? It's like it's like a pink and you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me see my pretty Destiny logo on my shoulder. Uh, I could I could notice you. <laughs> now people just don't know how to I don't know phone phone movies. Take things too seriously. Uh, it's really weird. I understand it at the. I mean, I understand, but I mean, I, I feel like it's not. It's disproportional in a lot of ways because when people, when it's something like Resident Evil, when yeah, it's a video yeah, yeah. game, it's a video game and it's supposed to be cheesy. But then when people are making excuses, like when I'm bitching about like something in Prometheus, and people are making excuses like you're not supposed to think about it, and I'm like. Go fuck yourself. Because, like, 
you absolutely <laughs> alien yourself. I've been thinking about that how that yeah. egg got in the Sulaco in Alien Three for the past twenty something years. You know, it's <laughs> like where did it come from? Where Actually, I heard a theory about that. I heard a theory that the the egg in uh in the Sulaco. Um, that it, uh, that Bishop actually did it. Um, that's one of the fan theories is that Bishop, because he, uh, not so much maybe that he wanted to directly like impregnate, uh, Ripley or whatever, but he was, remember he was playing around with the face hugger and shit when he was cutting it. You know, one of the theories that the fans have come up with though, is that, 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 that Bishop did is responsible for, for that having happened. Um, which I could, I could see if I'm going to justify Alien 3's existence, I'm okay with like yeah. giving it that, you know, like, okay, sure. Um, if I'm going to mentally justify it, if I'm going to use, because uh, yeah, Alien 3, I, it's, it's sure as shit, not the worst movie in the series at this point, but right. good God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, when, when people, when you know you, you turn your brain off for certain things or you at least like you know take it down a notch or whatever like you don't have to overthink like what we're talking about here with something for a, a video game movie that it was you know kind of cheesy in the first place and had like you know some some goofy shit already but then like when people take that same logic and apply it to something that it's like, no, you really do need to be holding this one to a higher standard. You can't yeah. just because just because you can say it about this like cheesy, silly kind of movie doesn't mean, you know, you should apply that well, to every movie. That's Resident Evil should be. There's what eight official games and like a bunch of spinoffs. Yeah, but I'm talking about I'm talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. Aliens franchise though as a comparison. Oh, right, something right, right. that's very something that is very serious that is very dark and is like the the first two movies did such an excellent job like crafting that that universe and everything made sense everything was you know was they were tightly written they were uh you know the characters were... everything imitates aliens doom was going to be an aliens video well, game and they changed things around like well yeah but then the aliens you know, you know as we talked about before, aliens borrowed from Starship Troopers from the uh, that yeah. novel. So, aliens isn't original either. Like it's, you know, that's everything borrows from so everything's derivative of something. You know, you, you that's maybe that, that in and of itself. I don't know. Should we give Fox credit for not doing an Aliens Part Two yet? Sorry about know? the. Uh... They 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 could have just did another movie where there's a you talking more about aliens. Camp? Well, maybe. I mean, in general, they could have did a movie where there was more Marines, more aliens, same thing again, like Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, but real quick, yeah, you couldn't mm -hmm. tell who the fuck anybody was in the first still. But then when you saw Leon and Claire, which everyone's bitching about Leon, I at least knew that I could look at him and go, ah, that's Leon because he's got. It the does. He's wearing the yeah. Costume wise, he's spot on. Like costume wise, he uh, looks. There needs to be a little bit more detail in the costume because Maybe. I've seen cosplayers put better shit together. Yeah. Like he's Claire, got. Didn't his costume have body armor built into it? Like the original version the original of it didn't one have was like kind of like a built-in body armor suit yeah well, we're probably gonna have a trailer drop uh, in october because i believe they're going for a november release date so yeah how fucking stupid are you to hype up a movie like that you know what when you don't when you i was that thinking movie, that too yeah when you wait that long to drop That's... a movie it means that you're a fucking ashamed of something. i didn't even i didn't even know they were making a should movie be on trailer two right now we should no. we should have yeah. by this point gotten we should have had two. a teaser trailer so, way back uh, in probably january or something so yeah. when 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 uh, Jersey guy posted on, on his Twitter, I confused it with the Netflix live action TV series are also doing, which Wesker's going to be played by a black actor. Which Dude, I don't that, give a well, shit that's about Lance. He's a I don't either. Actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's he's fine. he's Lance Reddick. I mean, he's awesome. He's he's in Destiny. Um, uh, so so you've you've heard of the live action series they're doing? Yeah, but I I was just talking about that. I was talking about that with a friend of mine the other day, and I said, okay. I was like, Lance Reddick is Wesker. That's fine, whatever. But I was like, when they showed that like cast shot and them all like kind of sitting there yeah. you know, and the thing, and I said, if you had shown that to me, if you showed that to me and I didn't know what it was, and you're like, 
what do you think this show's going to be? I was like, oh, it's probably like it's going to be some goofy, like some police procedural kind of comedy drama, like Bones or something I, like that. I, I don't think the TV, uh, <laughs> I don't think the TV series is going to last because the movie coming out so close to it. I don't. It's like uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles like, and Terminator Salvation. Hey, like, Sarah you Connor think Chronicles of a single really person. Yeah, it was great, but everybody yeah. forgot about it when saw Salvation, and then the ratings tanked and it got canceled. But can you think? Like, of, you can't have. I don't than, think you would have universe crossover TV like that. Since you know that's Lance Reddick, as as uh, or since you know that the, the character he's playing, he's he's um, playing Wesker. He's a, he was Wesker. amazing in Fringe. Well, yeah, of course, of course, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but um, can who the hell is any literally anyone else sitting? Because I mean, it's all women, right? Like every one of them is a. What What is the show? Is it a Resident Evil show, or is it going to be about the Umbrella Corporation? Like I don't even know what that what they're doing. Yeah. I don't know either. I would think it would have to be something with Umbrella or whatever. That because none of those ladies that are in the shot with Lance Reddick look like anyone I can remember from the series yeah, from the, no the games at all none of them characteristics no they look i think little... they're gonna start filming it in a few months or something in canada but... lance know. reddick will be able to collect a paycheck so that's cool lance reddick will be able to at least be a shining part of that fucking series because <laughs> the thing yeah, is, yeah. Is, is that that's all i'm gonna stick to is is that if you're not releasing Red Band trailers of this because Resident Evil is a pretty huge thing. I would love for the movie to be good. I would. It, it might be. It might be. It might be like passable. So like, what, what, what bar? What what oh, bar yeah. are we setting this better than the other movies? Well, um, here's, well, here's the other thing too is is that let's say the movie's passable because they're going to compare it to the Paul Anderson movies. Is that really something that you want? No, to no, yeah, not, uh, no. I'm not saying it. Like I'm, I'm absolutely yeah. saying. It's like uh, in this era where people will give in this era of kind of like seven out of 10, like mediocre kind of movies where, you know, people will go on fucking idiots will go on Rotten Tomatoes and they'll give it like a positive score simply because it, it, it wasn't the worst fucking shit they've ever seen. Literally, yeah. that is their logic that they, you know, what a lot of people it it it, it kept them from drooling all over themselves for, you know, 90 minutes. Or something basically therefore it's okay you that's know what like, i hate about the thumbs up thumbs down system e that youtube has i miss the old stars system that they used to have netflix said the same thing yeah ea nine out of ten it's okay <laughs> you know like that so, kind of but that's what i miss though it, it's just like there's no you get no positive and when i say positive i mean like good I don't mean like, hey, you're doing a great job. When I say yeah. positive, I mean like constructive feedback. You get no constructive feedback whatsoever. It's like, hey, if you're going to downvote a video, that could be like oh, yeah. you slightly didn't like it, but no one right. fucking knows. And it's the same thing with any of those sites. I, it's like I, I feel personally that if you're going to leave a negative comment, you have to like fill it a fucking thing saying why you felt it was negative. Like, but here's, like right. you, you know what I mean? So it's just like you need to. Well, that's like sense. on Metacritic. You you have like people have pointed out on Metacritic when they review bomb because review bombing doesn't just work for the negative; it also works for the positive. Yeah. Because you'll see, you go on Metacritic and you look at um, anything. You look at video games. You look at whatever. There's always like there are a ton of people that give it like a ten, mm -hmm. and there are a bunch of people that give it a one. And basically, if they give it a ten or they give it a one. You could ignore those reviews completely because they're yeah. chances are there's bullshitting. They're just trying to pad the the score yeah. one way or the other. It's the numbers in between where someone actually like probably puts some kind of thought into it, especially if they, you know, typed out a paragraph or two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, explains shit about why they didn't like it or did like it. It's needed. It's absolutely necessary. Um, this Resident Evil thing though, the other thing that I've heard about it also, this uh, welcome the raccoon shitty. Um, why in the fuck are we combining? Watch this PG thirteen. Why are we combining two games into one movie? That's what I was. I was saying that, or I was just thinking to myself, like, why do we? When you were mentioning Jill and the beret and all this kind of stuff, and I'm like, and we got Claire in there, and but the whole point, it doesn't make any sense because 
Claire's whole reason for being in there is she's looking for looking her for brother. Chris. She's looking for Chris. So why are they both in the same fucking movie together? It doesn't yeah, make so, any sense. Well, but but you know what? Here's the other thing, and this is a really minor detail, but it's something that really stuck out to me because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. You had mm. the mansion, which took place in Resident Evil 1. You had uh, Leon and Claire in Resident Evil 2. So we've already got the melding of that shit going on. Mm. But did you notice that obviously 1 takes place in 1. And when they remade Resident Evil 1, they still pretty much had their same clothing getup going on. Now, when they remade Resident Evil 2, did you notice that Leon and Claire have significantly different outfits uh not initially i'd have to all go right, back well, all right we'll, we'll check this yeah. out uh leon's original outfit was blue it had the built-in armor claire oh, right, right. Had, the, had the pink yeah. shorts with the pink vest and the black shirt underneath and when they remade two leon looked more like a swat cop he had the black jumpsuit he had the fucking bulletproof vest on okay claire had the jacket she had the pants but what i'm getting i at do is, remember claire looked quite a bit different yeah but what i'm getting at is is why the fuck do you have resident evil one with characters that don't at all resemble what they look like in the remake or in the original but let's just go out on a limb and assume that it's the original or it could be the remake but they had the same aesthetic look but then you've got resident evil 2 and they look like the characters in the remakes and not the original it's all uh, over the place well, it's the same reason why it's the same reason why when we talked about the when paul ws anderson was doing his sequels and he he just jumbled up the whole timeline and just yeah. threw characters from different. Yeah, but he so also what? did like he did the Ouroboros uh, zombies in one of them where there's 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 no rhyme or reason like there's no explanation as to why they function that way. They're just suddenly there, and the reason is because because Resident Evil Five was out at the time and it was, yeah. And now all of a sudden That's we've it. gone from zombies to zombies that head split open and the thing yeah. come out like the thing. There's yeah. no there, there's no explanation for there's that. There's no explanation other than the fact that RE Five was was out and it was popular. I mean, you know, the That's sad it. thing is, is that someone really went through some big time mental fucking gymnastics to try to connect to the liquors. <laughs> no, they tried to connect the liquors by saying to do it the, to do the uh, it's, all, it's always sunny in Philadelphia meme of the the, the yep in in front of the whiteboard or whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is Charlie. <laughs> but 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 someone was like, yeah, a liquor is really just um, an evolved form of a zombie. Yeah, and they. But well, you know, just, even the excuse in the even the excuse in the in the first one when the Red Queen is like, now that it's fed on fresh DNA, it will mutate. Fresh DNA. <laughs> I don't know. It just, the I Red Queen changes from movie to movie. By the last one, she's like a good character. So you're all going to die, Dad. But let's let's wrap this up. <sighs> oh my! Wouldn't open, God. Bitch wouldn't open the door, so I fried her ass. That was so bad. And you know what? This, the, the thing that sucked about that was is like the first 10 minutes of that movie looked awesome because you saw the mansion. And then they and then we're going underground. Yeah. But then you've got yeah. the Alexi train from the like the later Resident Evil games. Yeah. I want to say that's probably part two or some shit like that. But I think Alexi was a reference to Code Veronica. It's just they fucking fucked with this timeline so goddamn much. They really did. And now they just, have just imagine opportunity. being a reader and they just give you this material. Make this into a movie series. Know, like. but he but like I said, Paul W. Sanderson you know, does play the games. He has he, he knows this he knows the material. He does. He just like I said, he didn't want to at a certain point, because he made the first one and they there seemed to be some degree of creativity that went into it because he they decided, you know, we're gonna try to tell our own story, like not completely just ape off the games. Which is okay. Know, exactly, which is fine. Yeah, it turned out it was acceptable. It was good. It did its own thing. But then he didn't want to do the second one, so he turned it over to some other idiot. And and then I guess immediately that guy was dry for ideas and he's like, let's just make a hodgepodge of you know, shit three from, from RE, yeah, RE2 well, and but, 3, yeah, exactly. Resident Evil 3 was Mad Max, like there was no water and stuff. And, and then, and then it. Paul, yeah, Anderson the came, Paul W.S. Saying? Anderson came back, yeah, because the virus, the explanation was the virus dried up lakes and like, okay, cool. I guess because if you just say 
that in a sentence if you just it say that a virus sense. dries up yeah it's like oh well, well of course but it was right sure. anyway yeah. so whatever um <laughs> but i mean like if that was the case and the virus wouldn't the virus turn like trees into like living limbs and shit like that and, <laughs> and but let's <laughs> put like four billion crows injury. in the fucking sky too yeah, but you know what? Another bright part, like Jill was, I, I thought Jill was phenomenal in Apocalypse. Right. I also like the guy that played, I can't remember his name in the movie, but he was in fucking The Mummy. He was in Deuce Bigelow, the guy that played Antoine. He wound up playing Carlos. Yeah. Um... Carlos good like that oh dead fear i believe his name is and i'm i know yeah. i fucked it up and chances are he's gonna probably call my suck my my cell phone and be like you fucked up my name i will find you and i will kill you <laughs> but the whole thing is, is he was really really good in that he was a bright spot in apocalypse as well that nemesis though what that's right i do remember i i was seeing yeah i hate i did not like nemesis i didn't like just if cinematography in a movie is like really really bad like if they really yeah. royally fuck it's it up a huge turn you, off. you can yeah it i can't enjoy the movie if they they cannot get like basic cinematography right Damn. if they can't yeah Wait, um, you guys are fucking professional. He did work on the Born mm. Identity. Is that why that movie had shaky, blurry cam? The Born Identity was one of the movies that really popularized it for a while. The whole hyperkinetic, shaky yeah, kind of like shit. when yeah. they did the best. Like, like, like Chris- Apocalypse did that. So Batman began that movie. Yeah, was- I was gonna say the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, yeah. where all you literally see is like a fist and a bunch of smoke, and it's like the fuck. Yeah. That's what I like. If you with the new with the trailer for the Batman, that part where the the you know the, those gang members don't know who he is and shit, and they you know yeah. who the hell are you? And the dude brushes him, and the camera just stays still the entire time. You just see him just beat the shit out of the guy, and like when he knocks him down, he's still like punching yeah. him while he's on the ground. And then he's that like, was so bitches. fucking awesome. Yeah, like but I was like, right I was there. so happy when I saw that because I was like, oh my god, they just—they're gonna hold the camera still and just let us see them do this shit. <laughs> yes, this is what I want to see. It's about goddamn time. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's like you know what? The sad thing is, it's—it's it's like when it comes to the Batman movies, I'm excited just on the premise that we're finally gonna get a good Batman movie for the first time since 1992. Is it finally a detective? I'm like, hoping it's going to be it's gonna, good. It's going to be seven Batman style. I've seen fine. people talk trash about Robert Pattinson, but I honestly think he's like a really damn decent actor. And I do think that he can look the part. I think that he's, when they announced him, I was not, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of naysayers. I saw a lot of people that thought it was going to be fucking stupid and making the Twilight jokes. So we're going to have a sparkly yeah. Batman. But I mean, you can. <laughs> I, I go on and on about how I think the lighthouse is just a fucking awesome ass movie yeah. with him and Willem Dafoe. Like I love oh, yeah. that fucking That's crazy ass movie. movie. That I haven't seen it yet. crazy fucking like like just just insane movie. Yeah, I love it, and he is awesome in it, and so is Willem Dafoe, of course. But yeah. uh, I. <laughs> I think it's. I think he could be good as Batman. I think he could be like, good, but you know what? I have to get the joke out of my system. Mm. Instead of throwing a smoke bomb, fucking Batman will throw a glitter bomb. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, I, 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 Batman '89 is my favorite fucking oh, yeah. Batman. Yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton is my favorite Batman. I just like, saw it again not too long ago, like on one of the HBO know, the, channels. The, the funny so thing like... that when it comes down to the Batman movies is, is you kind of have to break it off into two characters that they're playing. Mm. Like Michael Keaton was a good Bruce Wayne and he was a great Batman. Yeah. And then well like you move over to Val Kilmer where he was an okay Bruce Wayne but he was a really shitty Batman. And then it was the other way around yeah. with George Clooney. Yeah. Clooney was a good Batman but he was a shitty Bruce Wayne. Hello Freeze. But then you had um but then you had um Christian I think Clooney Bale. was a good Bruce Wayne but a bad Batman. But you see that's what I mean you got to break it yeah. down into yeah, different yeah, characters. Yeah. Maybe I had it reversed. Maybe Clooney was a bad Batman, but a good Bruce Wayne. But you know, yeah, it's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, Christian Bale. Everybody gushed over his performance. The only He's barely there, Bruce Wayne at all in that. Honestly, when you get right it, down to it, those movies, it, uh, he was more Patrick Bateman than he was Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he became fucking Batman, just where were the other drugs going? But you like, don't hey, even I'm, see like other than a couple times. I'm John there's Connor. That, there's that part in Batman Begins where Alfred is telling him. Maybe you should, you know, like 
have pretend to have a social life or something like that to like keep up appearances and shit. But other than that, in the in the later movies, it's like he's never really he's never really that. acting as Bruce Wayne. It's like um it's like in Batman the animated series, you know, you would actually see Bruce yeah. having a social life. You would see him meet with other socialites and go yeah, to I like charity. Yeah. Go to charity events and you know, uh, be yeah, rubbing elbows with the mayor and his, yeah, yeah. You would see him doing shit as Bruce Wayne, not just to keep up appearances, but you would, you would just see like he, he does at least put, put on the act that he has this, this normal kind of life and stuff. And, and that's yeah. a cartoon. That's like 22 minute episodes and they could still do that shit. But Nolan, it's like after the first movie, after that one little exchange. And of course, when he hosts the party, when uh you know he the real Ra's al Ghul reveals himself after that it's like no it's like no bruce wayne we're not going to worry about any of that shit he's just yeah he's just batman right now he's just fighting crime all the that's time all and he, that's all he did yeah they show him in that one part i think in what in um there's a there's a one little kind of joke i guess you'd say or it's meant to be in the dark night where he's asleep in the boardroom or whatever because he's he's been up all night like fighting crime and shit and people are like well what's up with him like what's his problem you know kind of mm -hmm. thing because he's just passed out like at the desk or whatever it's like mm -hmm. but that's not i mean yeah a normal person would have to deal with that kind of shit but <laughs> pretty much but i mean like that 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 was at least their like really good attempt to try to tell a story and develop a character right was by showing that hey him being out all night doing this shit is taking a toll on him yeah physically. You know, in his day to day job, which makes absolutely perfect sense. Did you Dark ever Knight, see? Go on. Dark Knight for me, I wasn't that big of a fan of it. And like, I, I know Heath Ledger was a really talented actor, and I'm not taking this away from him, but his ah, 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 <laughs> some things Joker. like, yeah, the Joker in that movie, I will say, I, I did like him a decent amount because i did find when he was when he was that like that awkward kind of funny like the jokes like it, yeah. it he did kind of make me laugh in places where i was like okay because i mean he is a joker you gotta like besides the fact that he's like this unpredictable fucking murder psychopath and shit he still can be funny because like mark hamill's joker again in the animated series oh, could be like really funny like there were genuinely like so many laugh out loud moments i can think of with that character where I, I legit thought he was hilarious, you know. And um, Ledger did this more kind of awkward kind of comedy yeah, with his yeah. stuff. Like when he, um, I don't know, like there's that part where when the mobsters, when he shows up and starts making his demands and shit, and the mobsters is like, are like, who the hell do you think you are? And all this kind of crap. And the dude tries to like grab him, you know, he's like going to toss him out. And he's like, uh, what is he when he opens up his jacket and he's got the grenades? It's like no need to blow things out of proportion, you know. Like and yeah. he he very awkwardly like like kind of sees himself out of the room and shit and like kind of kicks the door open. I think that's kind of funny because that it's just the way he in a dark sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like I know what you're saying though, because like he he's compared to Nicholson, where who's more of a like classical. Oh, he was Joker in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, like even, every everything that he did. Or even Jack Caesar Nicholson. Romero, even Caesar, Caesar Romero, Romero from the... was good. Yeah. yeah, we will tango. Yeah, yeah like that was cool. <laughs> but uh, like Nicholson just nailed it to me. And you yeah. know, and a lot of people are going to say that it's nostalgia glasses, but I mean, really, no, it's still it, really good. I watched it, it, it not like, long ago. Like I when, said. when they do the like the news report, and all of a sudden you see the big fist go right through the screen, like that. yeah, it's the extendo glove. Yeah, and it's like. What kind of a the, world do we live in where someone who dresses up as a bat and they call me a freak? This town the, needs an enema. <laughs> the, the hand cannon when he shoots down the bat wing yeah, when he's like, that, that made me laugh ever. as a kid when I first, when I saw that. Because there was like Tim Burns Batman. Huh? I love Tim Burns Batman. It was, yeah. It was oh, right. When he, okay, like when he pulled turns, out that fine. huge fucking hand <laughs> cannon out of his pants, I just, I laughed coolest, as a kid. I thought I, that was so I, crazy. I, I always laugh my ass off at the scene. Those are my balloons. And then he's yeah. like, he stole my balloons. Why didn't someone tell me he had one of those things? Bob, gun. I love that. Yeah, he just shoots. Bam. Just <laughs> Poor Bob. Um, did you ever see? Did you ever see Gotham Knight? It's a 
the anthology, the animated anthology, um, it was released right around the same time um, that The Dark Knight came out. It was a straight-to-DVD thing. It was by the same... So it's by a bunch of anime studios, the same ones that did, like, the Animatrix. But it's a... It's like... I think it's, like, five episodes. It's an anthology. So it's, like, like four or five short films all about Batman. And it it's loosely tied to the nolan verse like it's it's it, if you watch them all it's very um the insinuation is that it's like a continuation of the nolan verse kind of stuff because um you know he's talking to lucius fox and one there's like they, they, they each have like a theme to them but uh studio madhouse who you know did like ninja scroll and um uh, uh, Red Line and um, Akira. No, not I don't think Madhouse did Akira. Um, they they've done a lot of really good shit though. But it might they have been Demon City. Yeah, yes, maybe. Um, they they've been around for a long, long time, but they've done some uh, phenomenal stuff. They always do these very like dark black shadows and things like the the stylized, yeah. like the way they do the characters. They did uh, Studio Madhouse did at least two of these shorts from Gotham Knight and um, no joke in one of them there's a really cool one where Batman fights uh, he fights Scarecrow he has to go into the sewers um, and they they draw him like the Keaton Batman and it's still it like all of them are I believe it's still um, what's his name from the animated Kevin Conroy it's yeah. still Kevin Conroy at like voicing him and everything yeah because but you can't have anyone else i gotta show you that clip because there's this cool clip where he's fighting scarecrow and it really if you look at the way they draw his face and everything like that i'm like they're drawing the michael keaton batman and i love it i love yeah. the way like his mouth and stuff like they do it you know hey his, his kind of lips like he kind of puck you know yeah. you know what i mean like the, the little the face lips. yeah they draw him just like that, and it looks so. Oh, it looks so badass. Oh, now I got to see this. It's so good. It's. I totally um, have to see this. There's it, it, all of them. All the episodes of that. That's uh, in my opinion, it's an underrated uh, Batman movie because, like I said, it's an anthology. It's just like a bunch of little short, like very loosely interconnected uh, films. But, um, but there's one, and 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 some of them are kind of like one of them is they basically did the same thing in an episode of the Batman where it's a, uh, or an episode of Batman, the animated series where it's like these kids exchanging stories where each of them encountered Batman, like fighting a villain and stuff. And there it's, mm-hmm. you see it through their imagination. So it's like how they perceived Batman, you know, um, that's a cool one in this one. Cause one of them, one of them sees Batman as like this like living shadow because he's like vanishing around so much that he's like almost like this black kind of shadow blob that's like, you know, he's fighting Firefly. And when Firefly like turns to fight him, he just kind of melts into the ground and comes up behind oh, him shit. and shit. And um I've because that's never the way the kid heard of this. It, it it's it's old. Like I said, it's like from two thousand nine or, or something like that. Oh, but look um, it up. I I've just never heard of it. It like, that was free. I think it's on the radar. Yeah, at one point on DC's um, uh, DC Warner Brothers official YouTube channel, at one point they had the whole thing free, like just by you could just watch the shorts or whatever each one. Um, unfortunately, now I don't think that they. T- I think they took it down. It's probably on HBO Max if you or DC uh, streaming service. But yeah, I'll take D- DC uh, Universe. Uh, they dissolved that into HBO Max uh, now. Okay. DC I, Universe I've got is ways. just for I'll, comics. I'll a, I've got ways. I'll take a look. I think um, you probably like. I like it more oh, I, than. I have a feeling I will, because if um, they did it with the '89 style Batman and it was voiced by Kevin Conroy, oh yeah, fucking, it's really cool. Amazing. He, he encounters Croc. Like I said, it's it. You'll get the feeling. I mean, I think you will, because like the way I took it when I was watching it was that it was it was meant to be almost. It was meant to complement the Nolan verse movies because, mm-hmm. in yeah, he fights Croc at one point in the sewers, and he it's the first time he's ever encountered him. They make it clear that he's you know he's never seen him before. Um, there's one where he goes up against. <laughs> There's one where he, he goes up against Deadshot, and because he hears there's like a thing going around that Deadshot's going to try to assassinate Commissioner Gordon, mm-hmm. and so Batman is trying to track him down. And, Deadshot uh, never misses. Yeah, yeah, and um, there's uh, there's an episode, there's one that's really cool where 
Lucius Fox designs this this uh, upgrade for his suit where it's like this magnetic kind of field where basically it, it will deflect bullets. Like it'll make bullets kind of like stray away from it. It'll alter kind their of paths. Kind like Fortune you know? and Metal Gear Solid too. Yeah. And he he uses it one night, but he um, when he uses it, it protects him. But there's like a dude, he's fighting these mobsters, and of course he's just using his fists, he's just beating them up and stuff. But then one of them tries to shoot him, and the bullet like streams, and it hits one of the other guys, and it nearly kills him. And so Batman takes him to the hospital, and then he ends up telling Lucius, like, I, you know, I can't take this risk anymore. Like, I can't risk people's lives. You know, if, if it's me, I can risk my own life, but I'm not going to risk other people's lives and shit, which is, that's a cool... Yeah, it's a very too. cool concept. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That was ripped straight from Metal Gear Solid too, because Fortune yeah. had the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember when Raiden shot and the shit uh -huh. went and it hit Vamp right in the forehead. Uh huh. That was that was, that was a cool part. I love that. Part. Um, um, outros. Oh, you're outros. all done. <laughs> <laughs> I do need. I do need to get some sleep soon. It's approaching. It's approaching oh, five a.m. Motherfucker! Yeah, it's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll reserve the bat chat for next time. <laughs> bat chat, yeah. Same bat, bat time, chat. same bat channel. Same Go bad time, on. same bad channel. <laughs> God, I feel like I got the fucking gatekeeper and key, I mean keymaster and I mean, the other guys are just like. What? You're gonna have a ball editing this one. Uh. <laughs>